Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. never, ever, ever, ever become inefficient, ineffective. It'll never drop off, ever. You know, that's a long time. It's, we can't fathom the idea, really, of eternity. We, most of us, all of us, think in terms of cycles. When I was little, a week seemed like a long time. You remember those days, guys, when a week seemed like a long time? Today, Pastor Robert will remind you that love won't become inefficient or ineffective. God's love is forever. Hard to fathom, right? Eternity is a reality, but it's hard to wrap your mind around forever. Pastor Robert will also remind you that people tend to perceive time in cyclical patterns. A week may as well have been next year as a child, but now a week flies by. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. This is such a misunderstood passage of Scripture. It's often debated, it's often discussed, and, and, um, and it's so important that we just set aside all of our preconceived ideas about what it says and read it and consider it, think it through. He starts off by telling us love never fails. The Greek word that he used, I decided to look it up. Now, if you've been here a while, you know I'm not a Greek scholar. I have to, you know, go online and that's a beautiful thing about computers, man. You just push a button and they they tell you all sorts of information. Mine told me that the Greek word he used right there is, I'm probably mispronouncing it, epipto. What he's telling us is that love will never, ever, ever, ever become inefficient, ineffective. It'll never drop off, ever. You know, that's a long time. We can't fathom the idea, really, of eternity. We Most of us, all of us, think in terms of cycles. You know what I mean? Whether it's, uh, you know, when I was was little, a week seemed like a long time. You remember those days, guys, when a week seemed like a long time? You know, we're going to Grandma's next week. Next week seemed like forever. And now a year seems like an extremely short time. I'm looking at decades differently after my 50th birthday. Decades look different than they used to. Eternity. In eternity future, love remains constant. Just as powerful. That's encouraging to me. That's very encouraging to me. Don't don't raise your hand, but think this through with me. Have you ever loved intensely 
deeply, passionately. Imagine the most profound, passionate love. I'm not, not talking about the physical side of this. So don't, don't muddy it with that. But imagine the most profoundly passionate love you've ever experienced in your life. Double it. Triple it. Can you do that? Can you magnify it in your thinking and, and now realize that what this Bible is telling us, what God wants us to understand is that we've never, number one, we've never experienced it perfectly because we're not. We're, we're imperfect, we're clouded, we're tainted, we're, we're, you know, we all have issues, right? So we've never really experienced that perfect love that we will enjoy in eternity and which will never dim for all time. You need to meditate on that. You need to think about it. You need to search the Scriptures and see if I'm right. You, you need to think about this issue. God tells us, Love never fails. Love never becomes inefficient. It never becomes ineffective. It never drops off. It's forever. And we've never ever experienced in our imperfect state what we will one day enjoy. The Bible says that His right hand are pleasures forevermore. And most of us don't think about God that way. We don't think about eternity in that context. And yet that's what the Bible tells us about heaven. The great adventure. Love never fails. Whether they are prophecies, they will come to nothing. The Greek word is katurgeo. They're going to come to nothing. The prophecies. Does that mean that they're going to stop being true? No, that's, that's not what he's saying. Of course not. That's one of the measures of a prophet in the Old Testament. It had to be 100% accurate 100% of the time or he's not a prophet of God. Stone him to death, God said, because he's a fake. Because if I'm speaking through him, it'll be right every time. It'll be accurate every time. You'll be fully reliable because God is fully reliable. His word is fully reliable. Always. So if the prophet is not fully reliable, kill him, God said, because he's a problem. He's not from me. Kind of cut down on people presuming to speak for God in those days. But no, what he's telling us is that the need for prophecy won't be there. At some point in the future, prophecies will drop off. They'll come to nothing. They will become, I think a good word would be unnecessary. They're just not going to be necessary. At some point in the future, at some point in, in time. Now, by the way, and I, I failed to tell you this in the beginning, I have three primary points that I want to look at from this passage. And the first one is that these, at least these three gifts of the Spirit will one day cease. The word that he uses here to describe what will happen with tongues, it's slightly different, but to be honest, it means the same thing. Whether they're prophecies, he says they're going to come to nothing. Whether they're tongues, they're going to stop. Whether they're is knowledge. It will vanish away. He goes back to the first word again. He says, you're going to come to nothing. And faith, hope, and love are eternal. But these supernatural manifestations of the Holy Spirit in and through the lives of believers, they're, they're, they're not going to be necessary. 
at some point. And so they're going to stop. They're going to vanish away. They're going to drop off, however you want to do it. And he tells us why. Look at what he says. Verse 9, for, the reason is, he says, because we, we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part will be done away. Do you see what he's telling us? The reason that right now we need the gifts of prophecy, that we need the gift of knowledge, and that's what he's talking about. You understand he's not telling us that all knowledge is, is going to go away at some point, that we're all just going to become vegetables in heaven. That's not what he's saying. He's saying at some point, the need for the supernatural impartation of knowledge is, is not going to be there. Why? Well, because right now we know in part. But one day, when the perfect has come, this in partness is also going to be gone. What does that imply? When that which is perfect has come, our prophecy will no longer be in part. Our, our proclamation will no longer be partial. Our knowledge will no longer be partial. Does that mean that we'll be omniscient? No. He says we'll know as we're known. Not we'll know as much as the one who knows us. Do you see the distinction that I'm making? We'll know even as we are known. His point being, we're going to know God in the same way that God knows us. In depth, accurately. It's a fascinating thing to, to ponder, to, to look forward to, that at some point, this in-partness that describes our human existence today will no longer describe our human existence. One of the things that I thought about in reading this and considering it is the fact that every single one of us has a perception of who God is. Every individual. And you know what? I mean, even those who don't know God, even those who don't have a personal relationship with God, but believe that there is a God, have a perception about God, right? We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it a part of your daily routine. If you'd like to learn more about the ministry of Main Thing Radio, you'll be able to do so online at MainThingRadio.com. We'd love to meet you, so if you're in the area, come join us this weekend for a time of worship, Bible study, and getting to know one another. We meet weekly on Sundays, plus we have gatherings throughout the week we'd love to include you in. Find out more by giving us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. If you'd like to hear more of Pastor Robert's messages, you can find them at MainThingRadio.com. You can subscribe to our podcast, too. And here's Tracy to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. 
Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. 